Welcome to Coast to Coast Cocktails, where we like to drink and discuss everything. I'm your host, Sarah Lynn Pankathman McLaughlin. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Coast to Coast Cocktails. Whoop, whoop. I'm here with my co host, Casey Racer. Hi, Casey. Hey. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, in case you guys haven't seen the announcements, Casey is my, we're starting a studio and she is my partner. And we're really excited. It's And What Did We Learn Studios. And it's going to be an umbrella network for the two podcasts that I produce now, as well as one upcoming that's going to be different. So stay tuned for that. We're really excited to, to promote that. Um, in the meantime, you last heard us covering Clueless, but before that, uh, Casey was on the show with me covering the wonderfully terrible movie How to Deal, which I guess is some sort of cultural touchstone for some people out there. So, I mean, hey, we both watched it obsessively when we were young. We just can't stomach it now. Correct. <laughs> uh, but we've already we've already been over that. Um, but it's, it's just going to keep coming up, you know. Um, so we made it a whole 35 minutes into this film when we recorded for like three hours. Um, so before we get back into the story, and frankly, it does not have to be linear. I don't care. We can, I mean, as long as we talk about what happens, I don't, it's not, there's no spoilers here, except that Mandy Moore is so fucking annoying. Oh, I did say, to, I did say to you off the air that Mandy Moore's bad extensions reminded me of Janice Ian's hair in, in Mean Girls, which we are going to cover next, incidentally. Um, but, uh, like matted and like not the right placement for hair, not the right amount of hair, like thick in the middle, thin on the top and the bottom, like what? But Janice Ian was supposed to look like yeah. overly like grungy because she was trying so hard. Yeah. And Man Mandy Moore is just, well, okay, I guess I should say Hallie. <laughs> Hallie, not Mandy Moore. I can't blame Mandy Moore for this. Um, the other morning I like woke up and I had a clip in my hair and my hair looked <laughs> like hers. And I was like, that's a look. You're like, oh no, it's happening to me. Um, okay, so without further ado, let's have our first segment. We're doing segments, guys. This is a great idea from Casey and something that I really like the idea of. And also we're both obsessed with Babysitter's Club Club and they make segments and it makes listening more fun. So our first segment is what you drinking about? Because <laughs> we're gonna talk about what we're drinking and Here's the new tagline for it. Hang on. Here we go. And that, my friends, is Stephanie Coyle. <laughs> Forgiving her credit. <laughs> I just found it on YouTube. Anyway, Casey, what you drink about? And what are I you have, drinking? What are you drinking I'm, and what are you drinking about? Um, I have a nice crisp Vista Bay seltzer in uh, oh. coconut mango. You have all these ones that I haven't heard of. Like this, all is, these brands. this is an Aldi one. Ah, coconut mango. That sounds really good. It's delicious. Sounds like I want to go back to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm like, I, uh, what is it? Did you know stupid Zuckerberg has a house in Kauai or like a whole property? Ugh. And he's too miserable to enjoy it yeah i know he's a robot anyway <laughs> um so 
I love that. And are you drinking about anything in particular or how's it going? No, you know what? No, I've I've had a really good day. I, Yay! I took a three hour bath and I read a oh, book. Oh, that's, that's what you do. That's how you do it. That sounds amazing. I'm going to take a bath after this because it's cold. And I know what's not as cold as it is for you, but it is kind of record cold here for, for yeah, like we were my, at, at freezing yeah. last night. My and friend my, uh, who lives by you was saying, yeah, <laughs> my car was like, I, I was like, I didn't know my car had a little snowflake icon because I live here. But it's like, well, the, it, it might snow. The <laughs> bad part is like by you, it's not like as prepared for it because we're used to snow and cold. Exactly. And all that. Yeah. No, I won't. We wouldn't get snow. But in the mountains last year, actually, we got snow in our mountains, which is not normal in the Tam, Tam, Mount Tamalpais because it's pretty low um but yeah when we were driving home last night from our babysitting party um it was 37 so close to freezing anyway i know all y'all that are like not in america are like what are you talking about um basically we got down close to freezing which is rare for where i live because i live in california anyway um this i picked i tried to theme my wine oh i can unshare this so I wanted to, you know me, I like a theme. Um, so forget James Bond. That's not what this is referring to. But um, I, I have a, a Riesling called Skyfall. And if you'll remember, Hallie is named after a comet, Hallie's Comet. And she and her grandma have that. It's much more important in the book, someone like you. Yeah. Um, but so it's, it's like, you know, Hallie's Comet is falling. She kind of does a fall. But anyway, it's like it's like an homage to her name and her journey. Oh, I anyway. love that. Thanks. Grocery outlet, baby. <laughs> More for the book than the movie. I know. She doesn't grow at all. No, the movie's garbage. But um, the book, you guys, you got to read the book. I, I say, ooh, I, it's still a secret. But when we do our next project, I say we do the book. What do that you think? That would be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. And we should talk to, like, readers. Okay, here we go. Popping up. Okay. All right. Time to drink. <laughs> what are you what are you drinking about? Um, you know, I had a good day too, but I'm still working through some stuff. Like I'll be PC about it, but it doesn't feel good to get dumped. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to badmouth anybody. I wouldn't do that. Um, I don't know. It just it feels like a an actual breakup, which it blows my mind because I wasn't expecting that. You know, even when I had to cut ties, hopefully temporarily, with my actual best friend because of issues that are beyond my control and it, it wasn't really in my choice at that point. Even that felt different because this was just like, never mind, bye. <laughs> so that sucks. It, it doesn't feel good. It's, it's basically being ghosted. Yeah. 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 Um, which I've just happened to me before from men. Um, and I've gotten over it. It's like it stings really bad. And then you get over it pretty quick. And then you're like, so. oh. And then oh. you're like, I dated them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> but there was, it just, it does kind of remind me of um little anecdote quarter here. Uh, when I was dating, I think I might have actually told you this story, but maybe not. Um, but I was dating as in like on the apps for about a year before I met Kyler at the end of the year. Thank God. And you know, there, I'm not going to lie. There was plenty of dudes. Like I didn't have sex with all of them, but you know, the ones that I liked, I did. Um, and then there was this guy and I won't use the name, but cause he's not a bad guy. It's just whatever. It, 
we weren't going to end up together anyways. But my friend had a friend, my female friend had this close friend from college that was around, moved back to the area. And we ended up dating a little bit and he was like really into it and like really all about it. And then he like, we had the talk and was like, okay, we're going to date now. And then he like two days later, he was supposed to come over. Um, but he's like, I'm late. And I was like, I'm going to be late. And I was like, oh, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm at the emergency psych ward. And I was like, what? Yeah. Never oh, figured no. out why. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay. And he's like, no, I'm fine. I just need, you know, it's just needed whatever therapy. Like he mm -hmm. was looking, he was struggling with, you know, not having a job and all that stuff. So I was, yeah. yeah and I'm not, I don't think that if you go to therapy, like you're crazy. So I was like, okay, well, okay, totally. You know, that's my wheelhouse. And I understand. And then he still came over, right? He sent, and then he randomly, he sends me a video of the GoPro from his helmet because he had a motorcycle, um, which is another red flag. But um, he, and I was like, oh, cool. You know, I'm in the loop. I, I don't know. And then I was waiting on the couch and he came up the steps is my old apartment, obviously. And I answered the door and he had the weirdest look on his face. And he's just like, yeah, I can't do this. This is not going to happen. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you, like, what? Is it Why'd you come over here to tell me that? Yeah, and then he's like, I gotta go. And he wouldn't say anything else. Just, I gotta oh, go. No. So it was weird. It was like an in-person yeah. ghosting. And then I tried to call him. I was more mad than anything. I tried, to, and I felt stupid. And that happened. That's kind of what I was feeling recently. I felt really dumb. I was like, well, I guess I must be awful. And then I, this guy made a comment when I, like a week later, I was with work people at a, at a Giants game. And um, like, a, sorry, it was the farm team, not the actual Giants, but it doesn't matter. Baseball game. And my friend at the time, my coworker's boyfriend was such an asshole. And I was talking to somebody else about this. And he loudly, he goes, well, he had buyer's remorse. Can't blame him. And Ew. I was, just, yeah, I walked away. <laughs> yeah. Never talked to oh, that girl again. That's disgusting. I know. I know. So it just kind of feels like that. Like, oh, actually, I don't, I'm done with you. So now you're not a human and you don't exist and you don't have feelings. And I don't have to express myself but i'm gonna say we're still friends even though i'm not behaving like a friend in any way shape or form <laughs> so that's pretty much what it is it's and yeah. that's the that's the definition of passive aggressive is saying one thing and meaning something else so whatever so that's what i'm drinking about but you know <laughs> it's okay i mean it, it's not okay that it how it went down but i i'm okay i will be okay and honestly now like the rage kind of lit a fire under my butt and look at me now. I have all these ideas. Now I have you on board. I'm so excited. I didn't even have to force you. <laughs> but you're the best. And I'm really, I'm looking forward to stuff. And it's January 2nd, 2022. Woo, oh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, deals. Okay. So let's get into it. You're going to need the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so Mandy Moore, let me see if I can read my notes. So basically we left off where Mandy Moore just kissed, had a kiss with Macon, Macon Forrester. And it was so stupid and annoying. And you heard the audio and she said like, you Jedi mind tricked me. It's like, if you're dumb enough not to know what he was doing when he said, you're going to come closer and kiss me, uh, you don't need mind tricks done on you. Like that's not what, the, oh God. See now, and Star Wars fans are going to hate, hate this too. Like it's, this movie makes enemies of everyone. This movie is for nobody. It's for nobody. <laughs> it's for Mandy Moore. I bet Mandy Moore liked it. She's like, oh, it's a good one. I'm going to watch it at home. <laughs> mm. Speaking of people watching their own movies, I just came across a clip of, um, or like a TikTok or something of Alicia Silverstone, like 
as an adult, like as a grown up with her kid. And it's the line, if she's doing voiceover to her own voice, where she's like, ugh, get off me as yeah. if. And it's I her son. Her. Yeah, it's yeah. her son. I saw that on TikTok. And then, and then she, afterwards, she hugs him. She's like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. She's um, cute. She's the best. Okay. So, yeah. Um, where, how do we, oh, so Elizabeth's pregnant, but like that's secondary, right? Um, <laughs> they're in Elizabeth's room and, Mandy Moore's like, oh, beast, you're silly, you're not pregnant. I could have all these symptoms. And it's like, well, she did have sex a lot, apparently, and you haven't. So I just, if my, whenever one of us was like afraid, you know, of a pregnant, of a pregnancy, none of the other of us were like, <laughs> we'd be like, okay, okay, I bet you're fine, but let's do this and we'll go get a test. And like, don't worry because it's early on. Yes. Okay, check it. And you know what? This one, this one time, my, my sister, she didn't get hers for some reason. And this other time, my friend didn't, you know, like, that's what we do. We rationalize. Yeah. We don't, <laughs> that's the thing is she, she thinks she knows everything about a sex and pregnancy. She doesn't know anything she about anything. She doesn't know anything. anything. She just thinks that, like, if she says it, it's true. Mm-hmm. I just, she's the worst kind of person on the planet. <laughs> and, like, I feel like it's definitely the script and the direction because, well, first of all, because the yeah. book is great about this. And second of all, like, Mandy Moore is a really good actress. So I just, yeah. at least I always enjoy no, her. No, I know. As much as I'm saying Mandy Moore, I don't blame Mandy Moore. It's absolutely right. direction. 100% direction and writing i mean i'm not i'm not giving the writers any breaks sometimes good writing can get bad direction but Mm -hmm. no you don't get credit for writing when you wrote the dialogue of Allie. it's just like you know love (laughs) it's like no that doesn't count um okay so the next scene that we have is uh her her name is not elizabeth charlotte (laughs) you didn't even catch it no scarlet Scarlet, whatever. Oh God! Like yeah, okay, Scarlet letter, Scarlet letter. Got it. Okay, Scarlet. Um, so they've got to tell her mom who they make fun of for wanting a husband earlier on. If in case you forgot that, so we're gonna go ahead and play that clip because why not? I actually planned to play this. See, now I have my notes. I didn't have them last time. That's partly where things would arrive, but that's probably my favorite episode so <laughs> that we that I've done in a long time. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so they're at the drugstore to take the test, and then quickly it's going to feed into telling mom. Maybe it's a false reading. Because I have heard of things such as false readings, and the strips did not look completely pink. They looked only kind of pinkish. So maybe. Five kids, Hallie. It's like, again, how is that helpful? You're not, you're just, now the denial is annoying, right? Also, I find, I find it I've heard of things. Says kits and not tests. It's just like a weird Yeah, thing. yeah, kits. It's, it's weird writing. Maybe the writer is like not from this country. I don't know. A pregnancy kit. Well, the, li- <laughs> the line that I, is like, I've heard of things such as false readings. Why would she say such as? What kind of teenagers is such as? Yeah. Anyways. It's weird. Moving on. What am I gonna do? (sighs) 
So you take the car without my permission in the middle of the night on some kind of joyride. It wasn't a joyride. Maybe oh, I should... Oh, don't think you're off the hook, Hallie Martin. Go. You don't even have your driver's license yet and you are a terrible driver. No, I was helping Scarlett get some books at school. We left them there and... Forget it, Hallie! Mom, taking your car out is gonna seem like the least of it. Because whatever you're thinking right now, it's worse. Well, one of you had better tell me before I have a nervous breakdown. What does that mean on in time? Oh, she wants her to get an abortion. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. They don't, I don't remember, that in the book she does, right? They don't push it, that in the movie though. No, but yeah, in the book she like really has a hard time coming, well, I guess she does have a hard time coming to terms with it Yeah. in the movie too. I wrote, at least she's not dead. Like, wouldn't this mom have some <laughs> perspective the dad died? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't be mean. I'd be like, thank God you're alive. Like, honestly... And like, if she really wanted All things to like considered. have a discussion about it with her daughter instead of just being, you know, like that, she should have been yeah. like, "We should talk this over. We should think about this." Since the yeah, dad is like, not in the picture, and... it doesn't. It doesn't matter that you're mad right now because punishing her, walking away, like that's not going to do anything. She's going to no. still be pregnant. So like, yeah. get over. <laughs> you've made your displeasure clear, but now we have to deal with it. You know. Yeah. That's just <sighs> anyway. Um, I mean, I I understand her being upset of course like who wouldn't be um i forgot to mention that i also i was while i was at grocery outlet i really like i've had such a sweet tooth lately which is not normal for me it was when i was younger but lately i'm all all i want is dessert and it can be hard to find with my allergies but because she does those chocolate things i wanted to get some some chocolate so i found these bouchard belgian chocolates uh caramel sea salt so i'm really excited about that yeah and they should pair well with the wine oh look at that okay <laughs> now you can listen to me chew no <laughs> that's pretty good yeah so when she's upset she chomps off a piece of chocolate so this is drinks honor whatever's inside <laughs> we still don't know that magic elixir that makes her such a bitch uh. <laughs> okay so meantime mom is meeting somebody i am not gonna play it because it's not really interesting to listen to but um mom meets this like war civil war reenactor whose job is to refill vending machines obviously who else would it be um and she meets him and he's like qu quirky and charming he gets her a diet coke hey that's a share thing Ding, ding, share. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, like, she's smitten, right? And that'll come back later. And next up, they have to go to... Uh, I kind of... Okay, so I will say my favorite thing about this movie 
is the dynamic when the grandma's around. And I love the grandma. And when there's like chaos. Yeah, I do too. But she was Hilarious. only in like one scene. <laughs> like, yeah. What was the point of that? I'm going to play the grandma scene. Because they're, okay, so they're supposed to go to, uh, I keep wanting to say a funeral because they're wearing black, but no, we've already had the funeral. They're, they're going to meet, um, what's his name? The husband, Stuart? The f- her, yes, I think so. So the Stuart. sister's fiance. Yeah. Stuart's um, family who are yeah. uptight, waspy assholes. And they're nervous about how they're going to come off because they're not that. So it's funny. And then the grandma's like getting stoned because this was when medical marijuana started to be more of a thing. And so that's the joke. It's like, grandma can smoke because she's old. Thank you. Aren't you going to want any lipstick? You sound like mom. Sally. One of you two zip me, please. Okay, you guys know that you're wearing the same dress, right? Don't use that bathroom. Your grandmother's in there changing. We practically are. I'll change. No, no, no. I'll change. I'll change. I'll change. I can change. No, I should wear black anyways. Hallie, could you please just wear something a little bit more feminine? Because the Worcesters are really traditional. Thank you. Sweetheart, do you need the loo? Oh, Grandma, no, no, no. I'm going to use the one downstairs. It's okay. Oh, don't be silly. Oh, come in. Okay. I'm gonna talk through. She's good at being stoned. Smells like gum. Oh. <laughs> Just burning a little incense. Mother? Are you smoking the cannabis again? I had a little headache, but I'm feeling really much better now. So shenanigans, you know, they go to the dinner. The parents are total dickwads. I mean, they're like, I mean, Hallie in true character is like, my friend's pregnant. Nah, 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 nah. You know, I was like, I was like, stop talking. Just, just purely to be like, they're gonna not like me, aren't they, assholes? Yeah. You know, it's so annoying. And then naturally, Stuart's not happy. The parents are rude. Like they're just like, oh god. And naturally, Stuart isn't um, thrilled about it. And so he and uh, her, I can't remember. I forgot. Her. I can't. Her sister's name. He and the sister get in a huge fight, and um, that's not when they break up, though, right? No, no, not yet. Just, not yet. They're just fighting. Sorry, I'm trying to. I like how um, <laughs> invested here. we are in the story that we don't remember the sister's name. Uh, it's because she doesn't belong to that family. Yeah, and she just really doesn't matter. I mean, ugh, there's just way too much going on. That yes, there's too much extraneous story here. Like, which one do we care about? Tell me. Um, okay, so now Macon shows up again. We don't see Mandy Moore's boob, unfortunately. I mean, not it's got clothing on it. So he's at the door again, the window again, and this is the big scene. And I have an anecdote about this. So this is like partly why I'm like, that relates to this. That's partly why I'm playing it about my first love, <laughs> my Megan. Where are 
are we? You'll see when we get there. Well, it's too dark to see. Well, just hold on. Sorry, I didn't realize how much just instrumental this would be. <laughs> We're almost there. Me and Sherwood found this place a couple years ago. We used to come here. You like it? Lips are sweet. Yeah. Yeah, come on, let's dance. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Come on, make it. No. Make it. Please. No. Make it. No. 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 And then the waterfall comes and they kiss. Sorry, that wasn't good audio. That was my bad. Um, uh, but basically what's happening is they're at this quarry like area and uh, what do you call it with like um, not a levee, but where it's like a water facility, treatment facility, like a, a retaining wall or something. And when that siren goes off the water, they let off the overflow water and into the quarry. And um, it's a pretty cool scene, actually, like that they went out there and actually were filming there. I think that's awesome. It's beautiful, like to watch. And then they kiss and it's sweet. And I actually think it's endearing that she wants to dance and she's not being cynical. It's like she's actually kind of being a decent human that she probably is underneath because he's bringing that out in her. So this is like the one redeeming moment, I think. I, I thought that was I thought it was funny that I kind of felt like he would be the one dancing and trying to get her to do it since she's such a stick in the mud. Exactly. That's like, I'm like, why does she like dancing randomly twice in this movie? Yeah. You know? and, and I'm like, maybe it's random or maybe it's what she does when she's like, she's actually comfortable, you know? But we just Who don't knows? know anything about her. No, no, she's a cardboard cutout, okay? Um, speaking of nothing, while while we were watching that, um, I was showing Casey that I got Mentos, the fresh maker, because uh, Clueless, and I have them in here. And um, we are going to be making some giveaway prizes soon, and they're going to be containing stuff like themed from the movies that we've we cover so some of you might be winning some Mentos. That's all I'm saying, and a Drop Dead Gorgeous DVD. <laughs> we just have to come up with the contest first. Um, okay. Oh, and those of you that did respond, uh, did uh, comment on the Facebook page or the Facebook group, and I offered you free merch. Those of you that did that, it's on its way, and it's really it's new. I'm really excited about it. It's it's so cute. Um, and after you get that, I'm actually going to post that 
um, on our website. What? Because we're going to have a website. Oh, my God. And soon, once we have some, you know, some momentum, we'll be able to make and sell our merch. Um, and, and I have a lot of good ideas. But if you if you all have good ideas or if you, there's anything that you like that we've covered um, or that we've said or whatever, let us know. Um, DM us uh, at And What Did We Learn Studios on Instagram or go to our Facebook page and what did we learn studios presents? Yay! Okay. Moving on. All right. So, um, this is not, they're not quite yet at the makeout stage. So this is like their second kiss. Something interesting to me is up until the montage, they don't, they only hang out like twice, right? Y- yeah. <laughs> so I guess Th- this movie does not give them a lot of time together except for that montage. Yeah. They had, they had the montage went, I guess that was early, right? Right after the death. Yeah. And, um, wait, I'm confused. When, when do they do the why can't I? Because I feel like that's. I feel like, no, I feel like it's, come, no, I don't know. I it's watched this movie early. so long ago. <laughs> I know, but like we just watched it. Yeah. Uh. I think it's right after the death. Yeah, I think so, too. They got to know each other before they really kissed. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't rewatch the movie for this recap because... (laughs) Because it was so bad. It it didn't feel necessary. Okay. (laughs) So we get a scene of of Scarlet like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Should I keep the baby? It's Christmas time. She's looking at the manger and it's like typical, you know. Then... hunky hunkerson just kidding um (laughs) uh that guy shows up the love interest of the mom shows up at her work and brings her flowers i'm not gonna lie to you okay i think that's cute however i just don't trust anyone who does those kinds of reenactments cliche shit civil the civil war one oh reenact oh yeah that uh, that's a weird kink i mean like i know there's a lot of men like boomer age mostly and older that love like replicas and like i don't i've never understood the interest in war never that's why i don't like things like star wars i I mean i like star wars fine but it's not it doesn't hold my attention Mm -hmm. i I don't i don't like war movies i've seen them but you know unless i'm like learning something i I, otherwise it feels repetitive and confusing kind of like football to me frankly and football with death why would you want to reenact a battle like i it's weird in the, in the book it, w- it was actually the love interest was uh scarlet's mom and he was a renaissance mm. like fair goer which i think is much cuter and i like that a lot more yeah also reminds me of gilmore girls oh <gasps> yes full circle because of my conspiracy about rory and jess okay all right okay so basically what happens next she's all happy and smitten and she goes out on a date with him and um she's herself she gets to be herself with him so it's like oh i did find somebody um and meanwhile hallie is back at home making out with macon <laughs> on the couch <laughs> making it with macon baby on the couch they're not fucking but it looks like it <laughs> was going there frankly um again do that in your room so that you can hear your mom come in yeah we've had this discussion i used to sit I used to, I had so many strategies <laughs> and I used to run to the window at least every five minutes to make sure <laughs> I'm sure. And I know I'm, my boyfriend loved that. No. Um, or like I, I told you, did I tell you this? Like once it was like 
behind the door so that if they open the door like they would just <laughs> they, our bodies would stop them so nice. like at least they wouldn't see anything because that was the thing i was like look if they if they notice anything they're gonna know mm -hmm. they already know i mean right? but they, yeah. i don't ever want them to see anything and thank no. god they never have i've never seen them thank the lord <laughs> my my parents did not let boys in my room ever but we also just hung out in the basement and sorry mom oh, and dad if you're listening yeah. to this right now but you can't ground me now <laughs> they weren't supposed to be in my room that, that's what i mean yeah <laughs> you had a basement you lucky lucky bitch oh, i mean it was a split level suburban house in minnesota <laughs> well yeah you have some you have basements there because of yeah you know weather um wow what's the what is the riskiest thing you ever did with for a boy or with a boy like the biggest trouble you did or could have gotten into um <laughs> definitely not going to tell my parents to listen to this episode because oh, we could do I, it we could do it no no it's totally yeah. fine um <laughs> but i actually <laughs> I, am, I actually lost my virginity in the woods at the park oh my god <laughs> so awful that sounds uncomfortable it was it was an awful experience oh, and he no. sucked. <laughs> but no. it's funny now did you like him oh i, I was in love with him oh and he, he did not like me <laughs> yeah oh i have a story like that but it wasn't my virginity um but i was really into this guy for some reason in college and he was like into me like physically i guess but he was stringing me along and then it turned out he had a girlfriend. I didn't know that. But um, yeah, but then when something finally happened, I was like, oh my God, you're so terrible. Like, and this is, I was old enough to know like the basics and he was four years older than me and he had a kid and he didn't know shit about oh, no. anything. So many red flags. Yeah, he was a bad kisser too. Oh, a thousand million red flags. <laughs> I, I picked all the losers. I picked them all <laughs> up until I finally figured it out. <laughs> This guy that uh, this happened with, he, my best friend and I were both in love with him. We, oh, no. <laughs> we met him at the park of said virginity. Oh, yeah. Did he, did he live there, Casey? Is that his home? <laughs> no, he actually lived right down the street from my best friend, but we were both oh, in love with him uh -oh. and I, we got into a big fight. I bet. Because I got with him. How old and are you? I should have let her, no, I, I would rather me have him because he was awful. <laughs> right yeah I wouldn't spare, wish that on her. spare the friend um how old are you do you, do you mind if i ask uh it was my 15th birthday what <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday uh, and um, my friend said best friend waited <laughs> in the park for me she's aw. so nice <laughs> oh is that still your are, you, are you still friends yes excellent one of, my, one of my very best friends perfect okay good you had each other's back no matter what she mm -hmm. waited even though she liked him oh i think by then she was dating someone else so it wasn't that big of a deal isn't it crazy but how still. fucking horny and like stupid we were back then so and we were just stupid i was like the horniest person ever and i'm like Ugh, over these dudes i know no. i know or like just just the feeling like oh i need male attention oh, it's like yeah. uh no no you you never did you were just told that you did it would have been a like lot easier only if I... feeling like you mattered because uh -huh. you had a guy yeah exactly that's like uh, okay well um i guess we can do the segment now it's um we have a new segment guys it's called 
the share corner and I'm going to find the the audio for it because I'm proud of it. <laughs> Normally I would just insert this in post, um, but I really oh, want to hear it live. Yeah. I haven't heard it yet. I just made it. Okay. All right. It's time for share time. Okay. Share time. Uh, should we? Yeah. Okay. Let me share my screen with you. Dun, 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 Oops. Here we go. Um, and no, I'm not listening to Eric Clapton. I don't know why it always says that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to Eric Clapton it's voluntarily. Every time I open my the Groove Music app on my Windows computer, it says I'm listening, or it has, it's featuring the album One Chance by Eric Clapton. I don't know why. I've never clicked on it. I don't know what it means, but anyway, it's time for share time. I was like, why am I even listening to you to begin with? You're a virgin who can't drive. As if. Welcome to share time with share. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, I'm glad. It took me like. Like a half an hour. I was just like, was so cute. I wasn't sure how I was going to put it together. I knew I wanted the as if, but then I love that virgin line so much. So it's mm -hmm. like, share can share and share can give good advice. And so can we. So um, it, I started it now because um, I'm like obsessing with Olivia Rodrigo now, which I, I like, I liked her already, but now I'm like, you know what? I'm a fucking stan. All right. I don't care. I don't care anymore. I'm standing Olivia Rodrigo. So that's my share. She was one of my top artists this year. She, it's, it's very poetic. Like her lyrics are not so generic. I feel they mm -hmm. might, if you're not really paying attention, you might think, oh yeah, it's all about breakups and stuff, but it's really smartly written. And I was just, I was just really obsessing over um, the song. Oh, gosh, I can't remember which one it is, but I, I think it's favorite favorite crime but she said she's like saying like you no it's not that song but she's like saying you um thought that like i wasn't trying enough or i didn't do enough or i didn't care enough but all all i ever was trying to be was good enough for you mm -hmm, and that's I like that. yeah and that's like with my abusive relationship i mean it just really rung true for me and i was like and then she you know she talks about um like in favorite crime you know she says one broken heart, four bloodied hands. I'm like, that's such a fucking good line. It's so yes. good. So Anyways, good. I was driving around today and then I went out to the beach, even though it's cold. I was all bundled up just to take some video. And I made a like a TikTok with that's with favorite crime because I was just as inspired. Um, it was just in that mood. So anyway, what do you want to share? Do you have anything to share, <sighs> Casey? Are I think I just... <laughs> What did you I read? feel like I just shared the most embarrassing thing about Yeah, you me. did. Actually, you, you did. You did already share. So if you don't want to, but say if you else. want another embarrassing story, oh, I would love kind one. of. Okay, I thought of this because of driver's license, even though it kind of has to do with that song, but not really. Uh -huh. it, um. So when I was sixteen, right, I think it was on my birthday. I went to take my license test. Mm -hmm. And I was dating this guy <laughs> and um, I, and he had given me like a, like a CD player for my room or something oh, for my no. birthday. 
whatever. And he, I failed my driver's test. I failed my driver's test twice. Oh, <laughs> but I failed it that I didn't, day. I didn't do it till I didn't even do it till I was seventeen. So, and that's why I literally do not drive. I don't even have a car now. I hate driving. Really? Well, you live in yeah. a city. You live in yeah. the city, right? You don't yeah. need to. Yeah, I just take trains and buses. Oh, I want to um, come visit you. Can I come visit you? Uh, yes, anytime. Okay. But um, so I failed my driver's test, and then a couple days later, I was at this ah! bonfire with so, this guy and uh-huh. with my best friend, and she was coming over to have a sleepover afterwards. So I was like, "Oh, can you just give her a ride home too with me?" And he's like, "I really need to talk to you." And I'm like, "But she's coming over, and we're not at my house, so just give her a ride, okay?" Yeah. So then later on. He drops us both off and I get a text from him. And actually it was a picture message because in those days, picture messages <laughs> weren't text messages on Sprint. You had to go online and pay 10 cents or whatever to receive oh, a picture Lord. message. His parents had grounded him from text messages. So he sent me a picture <laughs> oh, message no. breaking up with me and <gasps> I had to pay 10 cents for it. What? It, it was a picture? How did the picture was, break up with you? It was the picture of nothing, and the, there was like a like a like a caption underneath. I was like, I, I like I want to break up with you, and I've been he wanting to, that. but you you failed your driver's test. And I was like, oh my god! So I didn't want to. I didn't want to break up with you because if you because you just failed your driver's test. Yeah. Ew! What and a freak! Said, and then he said, "Please don't break the CD player I gave you." And I'm like, "Why would I?" do that yeah because all women are insane and we throw your shit out the window no we might burn pictures of you but if they're valuable shit we're gonna hold on to it that was fun Ugh, what so that was my 16th birthday no honey no (laughs) i started becoming i became bulimic on my 21st birthday (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't a plan it just happened i was already anorexic so it's fine that's not fine it's actually terrible but it's okay because in november i'll be Five years, baby. Ooh, ooh. This awesome. will be my fifth year. Thank you. Um, okay. So let's skip forward to Hallie's Grounded from text messages. I'm just kidding. Hallie's Grounded <laughs> um, on New Year's Eve. She's like, you suck. Go to the party. And her mom's like, well, you're basically half fucking on the couch. So no, like very reasonable. I mean, I would also punish my child. Well, I would have it set up differently so that. I wouldn't have to walk in on them like that, I guess, is what I would do. Because Again, I, you would talk to them about it. Yeah, and not we just would talk about it. Out. I'm sure I would be flipping out in my head, but Are I would at least. girls like 16, 17 years old? Like, yeah. haven't you talked to them about these things? It's surprising. Like, my mom didn't really talk to me. I mean, I was told about sex, but my mom didn't like talk to me about like how to be safe or like, okay, I know you're going to have sex. So here's what you should do. She was just very much just like, don't have sex. Yeah, same. And, like, would, like, freak out, bust in my room, be like, I'm really scared that you're going to get pregnant. And I'd be like, I'm not. And then finally, (laughs) no, but then I said, Mom, I'm on birth control. And she went, oh, thank God. And she was fine with it after that. She never bugged me about it. She was just like, oh, you're being responsible? That's great. (laughs) My mom was just like, nope, none of that. She wouldn't have it in her house. There was She was not okay with it in her house. But, like, she would let me stay overnight at my boyfriend's. I had been with him for a while. I was 18. Um. It's really surprising, but that was mostly because he lived, um, he lived in Palo Alto, which is where Stanford is. And that's like, it's like an hour and a half from where I grew up. So it was like a long distance relationship, if you want to call it that. But 
I had, I could drive. I didn't have my own car, but I could drive. But he would come pick me up usually, and then I would hang out and stay with his family there, and then um, he would drive me back home. I think my mom just knew she had to pick her battles. Yeah. And he was a boyfriend. Like, I had been with him for quite a while, so... Whatever. Yeah, I didn't what? really have any long-term relationships until my senior year, and ugh. Mm. Well, it didn't end well or anything. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just, I didn't have like that nice high school boyfriend. My mom was was very weary or wary of him, and I understand that. But um, yeah. he's a good dude. I we're still friends, kind. Of. I mean, I don't Aww. like I don't like chat with him all the time, but yeah. we're good. We hung out a couple of years ago once, um, just to just keep knowing each other uh and he said congratulations on my wedding on facebook which i thought was very nice yeah all right anyway moving on so okay holly is like fuck that mom and thinks that somehow she's gonna sleep over at scarlet's and sneak out for the new year's party because um because she was supposed to go to this party with macon macon um and i don't know why i say it like that it's like Oh, I figured out the speech thing. It's her, it's her sound. She's like, instead of saying books, she says books, books, like her tongue oh. hits right the front of her palate at school, at school, but she doesn't have a full lisp. It's like, it's like just behind the teeth. We were just picking up her books, books at school. I don't know. Anyways. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not making fun. It's just like, I know, notice something and I have to figure it out because I have ADD. I have ADD. No, I don't have ADD. I have OCD. <laughs> I do not have ADD. Um, okay. Sneaking out. Fuck you, mom. Thinks she's going to get away with it. Or maybe just doesn't care. Mom's at a New Year's party. She's distracted by the guy, you know, that she's dating. And Hallie is like, I'm going to sneak out. Megan's going to pick me up. We're going to go to the party and then I'll come back and it's all, it'll all be fine. Real not- quick. Real yeah. quick, yeah. I just realized that yeah. we have not seen her dad since the beginning of the movie. What is even the point of that then? For him to come back when she, after the crash, I guess. But like, but there's he's no, barely no even point. in it then either. Just it's for so her to weird. be mad about the divorce, there has to be a dad because there has it's to be a divorce. So weird. Yeah, it's like a lifetime movie. Like, there's no depth. There's just they're just people to reference. Well, I won't say that for every lifetime movie, but like a basic one, you know. I actually watched some pretty good Christmas Lifetime movies. I'm not going to lie. Over this um, holiday season. In high school, my friend and I were obsessed with She's Too Young. Have you ever seen that? Like, yes. 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 Obsessed. Wait. Okay. I know I have, but is that the one? No, that's not the one where she gets drugs. I mean, it's the one where they all get syphilis. Ah, yes, 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 yes. I Yeah. Oh, I loved an after school special. Mm-hmm. My mom, I remember watching when I was like eight or nine, the, there was like a Tracy Gold movie, you know, Tracy Gold from um, Family Ties, Family Ma- no, Growing Pains, which I yes. loved watching. <laughs> I could not think of that either. One of those, Growing Pains. And she was anorexia, she struggled with anorexia in IRL and she did a made for TV movie about it. And I remember that movie really well. I wonder if I could find it. <sighs> I got to find it. And I remember like, she's i had to go to bed before it was over because i was a kid and the next morning i was like jen how did it end and she's like oh they were in the kitchen and the, her family was like here eat a, a bagel and she's like oh it's good and then like she was cured and my sister all cynical <laughs> at, all cynical at like 10 11 and i was like oh that doesn't sound realistic 
I just remember her like jogging up downstairs and like wearing baggy sweatshirts and then getting on the scale and her mom sees her without her clothes on and goes, <gasps> you know, because like I mean, literally that... every after school special yeah. episode uh -huh. of anorexia. Well, I w we were talking about this recently. I, I love something that's meant to teach me. I even don't I don't even mind training videos about like HR. Honestly, deep down, I don't mind them because they're kind of interesting and funny. Like when I was, it started early when I was like three or four. I remember this. I don't just remember the story. I remember it. I was at McDonald's and some creepo told me he was going to go get me candy. <laughs> he said, I'm going to come back and give you some candy. And my mom was like, uh, no, because obviously she was right there. So she got this Barney video for me that was about not talking to strangers, you know, and not like not getting in in a car. Don't believe someone if they say they're your friend, parents, friend. And I dug it. I was like, okay, it's giving me direct instruction. It cares about me. And, and now I know started this journey. And now you. I know what to do. Yeah. Now I live lifetime after school specials, you know, or a, movie, a Mal, a movie of the week. So, um, yeah. And I remember I finished the video and, and I was like, do you have any more videos? <laughs> my mom was like, I love that. I was like, not right now. <laughs> I like anyway. that uh, that evolution for you. <laughs> I know, random, right? It came up recently at home over Christmas. Okay, so I'm going to play this clip of her going to the party where it's awkward and that one bitch is like, Holly, fancy to see you here. She talks really weird. You're going to hear it. There's just, there's just like a, it's weird. It's like an orgy party or something. It's like gonna be an orgy. You know, like people are fucking they have in the like same just rooms. finished hooking up and they're like, all yeah. yours. Yeah, Ew. it's so gross. Like we can talk about it in a bitch fest that's on Patreon, but like oh, people having sex in the same room as other people. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying I'm look, we'll just get into it later. <laughs> to be continued. You gotta tune in for we're gonna start bitch fest very soon and that's going to be our patreon after hours content okay here's the clip She doesn't know how to smile. Maybe she doesn't want it. Oh, excuse me for breathing. Yeah, you're breathing too close. Sorry about that. Okay, I'm just going to talk us through this. So they're at the party. Macon's like king of the castle. Everybody's like, hi, Megan. The party just arrived. They're all 40. And this <laughs> very convincingly stoned looking guy. Like, do you think that guy was really stoned? I think he was really stoned. I don't know if anybody... I, would, I would have to get stoned to do work like that. I don't, but it's not even to tell you act. It's like his face. Like how they yeah. do that 
face. Like it's it's very remarkable. And I actually love her character's decision here to completely ignore him and not mm -hmm. say and not say thank you. Like that's badass. And, yes. and she didn't need saving, you know. She no. could have walked away, but of course he saves her. And uh, she's like, yay, I'm saved. Uh, and this is when he's going to walk her into like a place where they can be more alone. And like, I get it. When you're a teenager, it's hard to find time to be alone. Like, it's hard to find an opportunity. Whether your friend, especially if your other people don't know you're dating. <laughs> That's another fun anecdote for me uh, for, la for later. But um, you have to find parties or friends' houses or cars or... This isn't my story, but I know someone who used to hook up in um, houses that were being constructed but weren't done. <laughs> Housing complexes. Uh, yeah, like, you you got to be creative. I mean, if it's Gossip Girl, it doesn't matter because your parents don't love you. But <laughs> if it's real life. <laughs> so now he's going to take her to a room. And much like the Jess and Rory debacle, hello. He's like, well, I thought that's why we were here. And she's like, not yet. And I wrote in big notes, um, consent means choice, you piece of shit. <laughs> and like, did she tell him that she wanted to like no, have sex with him? No, absolutely not. And I said, why are you sorry, girl? Yeah, I said, why are you sorry? So I am going to play a little bit more of this. Um, I'm going to talk you through it if need be. I'm tipsy now. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. Also, I hate this song. Here's to the New Year, right? <laughs> yeah, right, too. To the New Year. <gasps> okay, knock, knock. Police raid. Hey, Macon, my man. What's up? <laughs> What's up with you? Oh, I lost my damn earring. Hey, Macon. Okay, can I say something? I remember that line being in the book. I lost my damn earring. Mm -hmm. I just rem I remember that scene from the book so well and how sick she felt and how she was like, oh, no, I have to do this for him to keep liking me. I have to be like that bitch. Yeah. And that's, what, that's why they should never have gotten back together. In the book, it's it was so relatable. Even if you hadn't been through that yet, you knew how you would feel in that situation. And I related it to it a lot because I, like most women, have been in situations like that where I thought I had to put out or something or, or I owed you something. And it's not like I necessarily did do it. But that feeling, like that feeling of like, oh, there's that bitch that, that she's a tease, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah. That's awful. If you I, think it's true, it it really affects us. It makes us think we're worthless. So enough with that. We, we all get to have a choice. And just because your choice might be to have sex every single night, it does not mean that you are right or that anybody else is a prude. I'm not talking about my husband, of course, but I, I'm just talking about like assholes that want to, that like re just want to fuck, like literally just want to And fuck. just the position it puts a girl or a woman in that you feel yes. pressured and you feel like in danger in some exactly instances. exactly bottom line you are not safe you know you're not yeah. safe and there's this person you think you love you should not feel unsafe because of them like that's fundamentally not okay yeah i'm i'm glad that the conversation has definitely you know um shifted to like um 
consent and not just consent but like enthusiastic consent always absolutely not just like okay i guess because yeah i now understand that a lot of my sexual experiences with my ex were rape because i was compelled to allow it to happen because i knew if i did not there would be consequences but for him it was like well you didn't tell me not to you didn't say no Ugh, so insidious it's like, and gross. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, because I know you'd be screaming at me for an hour if I don't, and you might end up choking me, and I don't know what's going to happen next. Like, that yeah. guy, it, he was very unpredictable and very abusive and didn't give a shit when he was mad. It was scary. Like, he, he would threaten to kill me. He would say, no one's going to love you. No one cares. No one really loves you. You know, like, I'm going to kill you and make everybody's lives better. Yeah. Yeah, and he'll deny, I'm sure he would deny that, but he did say all those things. Anyway, moving on, in my honest truth, um, Macon is kind of, I wish you could see this this freeze frame because his face looks like, because he's a derp. I'm sorry, I hate this character because of the way he deals with this scene, and that's why we have to play it. Here we go. Hi, Ellie. Nice name. Hey! Who wants to see my ferret? <laughs> dude, I have. Oh, I have. I'm go, come on, dude. Right. I put a little hat on him and everything. It's awesome. <laughs> so. When Scarlet do anyway. You know? Yeah, my mom's a bookkeeper in her doctor's office, but don't worry, I haven't told anyone. Third week of May. God, it was so freaky. You know, it's weird, but I didn't even know they had hooked up. Really? Because they went out all summer. Did they? Yeah, and he was completely in love with her. She's ruining her life, you know. I think I'd kill myself before I had a baby. I mean, I know enough to know that I wouldn't be able to handle it. You're probably right because you're not Scarlet. Thank God for that. All right, bitch. Because um, she's living her best life, right? So this is another scene in which Hallie shines. Honestly, Hallie gets better as the movie goes yeah, on. I'm understanding now. And it's not the character's fault nor the actress's fault that they decided to make her get back together with him. It is kind of realistic that she would get back together with them, but not that they would end up together. But if she does get together with him, it shouldn't be a happy ending. Like, okay, so. That's what I mean. It would. It's still gonna end in disaster. It's just gonna take longer. So when I was writing my first book, I was trying to represent a very slow going, um, eventually, well, em emotionally abusive relationship between, you know, a girl and an older guy. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to make it more like insidious. So it wasn't very obvious, you know, <laughs> but then I had people read it and they're like, oh, they're so cute together. Ooh, I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> Oh I had to make yeah, it very obvious. Even though that's how sneaky that it is. Together with him, that... that's how, yeah, that's how sneaky it is. Well, to be honest with you, that's a huge conversation that I'm dying to have with someone about Sex in the City. 
and the fact that she never should have gotten back together with Big. He he was her abuser, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Sorry, th- my... I don't <laughs> care. My, my ponytail just broke <laughs> on my, my head. ponytail broke. <laughs> <laughs> it just snapped in half. It, just it makes me think did you, did you ever watch that movie Cool Runnings? No. Oh, it's a bobsledding movie. It's really funny. And there's one point where he crack. It's he's all so cold that he cracks one of his dreadlocks and it just comes off. <laughs> My hair just rejects like bobby pins and anyway, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. I got some. My hair has way too much personality as well. Okay, so here we are. Now that one bitch is gone, I can't remember her name, but it doesn't matter. And Hallie and Macon are laying on the bed doing the thing where they're like, like doing hands, like they're like circling their hands with each other and they're like oh we're holding hands and we're we're not kissing but we're like facing each other it's very high schooly yes. but then he quickly tries to turn it into more and she's like ah so that's what i'm gonna play right now Can we talk about how John Mayer was the background for that? <laughs> how fitting. And I'm sure they had no idea at the time, but ugh, I'm ugh. sorry. I do not like John Mayer, everybody. I don't like his no, music. He is awful. He's a creep. He's such a fucking creep. And um, yeah, not a fan. But anyway, so basically, I sorry, I skipped ahead there because there was like a lot of music and I'm making out. And so it was basically what you heard. She's just, she got up. She's like, ah, no, what am I? I can't do this. Which I... I remembered feeling before I mm-hmm. actually ever ended up doing it. Um, and she's self-advocating. Like, none of this is bad. None of this is annoying. None of this is wrong. Um, you know, re- regardless of my feelings about this character. Um, and Macon is like, well, what's wrong? And at first you're like, well, if he's asking what's wrong, like, that's fine. You know, he's wondering what's what's going on. He cares about her. But then they get in the car and he's like, he's just like stonewalling her, basically. He's cold. He's icy. He um, he's just like, I'll just take you home. Um, and uh, he's, you know, like, what, what was that about? Not just like, are you OK? You know, he's yeah. just rude. It's like, I thought you wanted us to be together. Oh, that's so gross. You said I, I do. Saying but... it like that is the grossest part because it implies yeah. that, like, because you don't want to have sex means you don't like we can't be together. Him, yeah, you exactly. can't be together. Yeah. She said it's so big and official, like, and he's like, well, just say what you feel. It's like, she's not rejecting you just because she can't have sex, like, yet. Like, God. They also have only been together a couple months. Yeah, he's conflating, like, intimacy with sex. Yes. And that's like, oh, well, if you won't have sex with me, you're withholding, like, everything <sighs> from me. And so he's just garbage. And they're driving. And he also encouraged her to sneak out, which is like, I don't know, like, 
Kyler, like, we're, I'm not a teenager, okay? But I think if I knew Kyler as a teenager, he wouldn't want me to sneak out because he wouldn't want me to get in trouble. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and nowadays, like, with drama and stuff, he he's protective of me. He doesn't He doesn't want me, he would never allow me to do something that put myself in danger to benefit him. That's just not what you I do. I also think that, like, yeah, like, my husband wouldn't let, me be in a place where I don't I'm uncomfortable with oh, other people no. especially ones that talk shit about my friends force you to hang out with them yeah yeah absolutely and they get mad at you for being uncomfortable that's the thing is like why do you have to have feelings anyway yeah he sees there's something in the road and he swerves he crashes into a tree and we just see him walking away from the hospital so like and the screen is I mean the shield is cracked so the implication is He's okay. She was not okay. He took her to the hospital, but he left. This then, is why I think that the movie would have also benefited from Michael at the beginning getting into a motorcycle accident. Yeah. Because it would that make was a the lot, point. That was the point it, in the it book. It would make Macon be a little more like, um, you would be like, oh, of course, he's a little like traumatized from his best friend yeah. dying in a motorcycle accident he's more affected in yeah. the book in the book macon is not actually terrible he's just not mature enough to be with someone and he he drops the ball and it's just not gonna work he has some growing to do yes and he's been through tragedy with his friend right no one's really yes. in the, uh, the right mind to be dating right now like none of them they all have too much shit. yeah he just died yeah so our next scene is Hallie waking up in the hospital and both parents are there, speaking of dad. And um, they're kind of just like, we know what happened, etc. But I'm just, I'll play it. Because fuck it, I can. Hey, baby. Hi. Hi. Sorry. Gave us quite a scare. And I ruined your party too. I'm not concerned with the party. Your day with Steve, I know that was so important to you. Hallie, I know you were with Macon Forrester. Mom, it was not his fault though. We were trying to leave this really bad party and get home. He was letting me drive. You guys know I'm like the worst driver in the entire world and I could not even see. Allie, save your strength. You're gonna need it to come up with better excuses. Pretty cool reaction from mom. I mean, honestly, after everything that she's been putting her through. Um, but she, her mom is responding unlike Scarlett's, in, differently than Scarlett's mom. She's like, okay, we have this to deal with now. I'm gonna be straightforward with you i'm not just gonna walk away you know I still don't think that it was the right as a non-parent that will never have to deal with teenagers i feel like she's still gonna handle that so much better because it's yeah. like the thing of like she was just in this major accident and she knows that macon did something really shitty yeah. And I mean, at the moment she doesn't, but you can tell that she's like, oh, that was terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what it is, I think. And my, this is a, something between myself and my mom that I, that we've, that she's struggled with is being really like so afraid of letting me be myself because and she's told me this, she was really afraid of letting me be myself because then she had to relinquish control 
Mm-hmm. And she saw herself in me so much that it was really hard not to get frustrated with me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because of her own hangups and shit. This is past tense. We're great. But we've right. and we and we've fleshed it all out. But there's a th- that's a real thing with mothers and daughters. Like they get angry when there should be compassion because they're angry at themselves. I think that my parents um, went like the opposite way where they kind of let me do what I wanted to do. Like, like I dated some really terrible guys that like so many red flags that they should have been like, you cannot date that guy. But they were just like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Because they said it was because they didn't want me to date them anyways behind their back or whatever. But I I needed a little guidance here. Yeah. My parents knew who I dated, but made it very clear when they were not approving (laughs) i guess they didn't i never got grounded you know they weren't just like ah fucking get in your room and i don't won't have to deal with you like they really used they used positive discipline and i am so grateful for that and that's what i believe in so that's what i use in my practice as a therapist (laughs) for children um but yeah i i agree with you i wanted more guidance too i wanted my mom to be like hey here's how dating works you know like hey not yeah. all guys are worth your time. Hey, like sometimes b- women are bitches and th- you don't need to be their no. friend. And to be fair to our mothers, um, and they, they were definitely that. different, they like, didn't very have different that. ages and everything. They did. Yeah. My Nobody mom had didn't that. Have that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Your mom's My younger, mom but still. No, she didn't have it at all. Still and, a boomer, right? Yeah. And like yeah. she. Yeah. The silent generation, the parents she of the boomers did not talk to them about feelings. Yeah. That's she didn't know sure. what to say. She didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Looking at it through that lens, I am actually extremely proud of my parents. I mean, I love, I'm really close to them, but we all have our things. But um, I don't know. We're closer now than ever after Mm -hmm. I've been, they've come to therapy with me and I've like fleshed out all my trauma with them because they didn't cause any of the trauma, right? It's just that it's just hard because they feel guilt. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes it's easier when you're an adult to just be like oh these are people too and they're just trying their best what I try to do is the opposite with kids and to be like try right now I told you this it's my full-time job is trying to think like a kid right now what's most important to this kid you don't have to agree with it but you have to approach them on that level because if you just try to preach to them that what they care about doesn't matter they're just going to build a wall up against you and figure out how to avoid you and come up with maladaptive ways of coping. And they're not going to feel heard and they're not going to feel respected. And that's not good. So just try to remember how you felt when you were whatever age, <laughs> even if yeah. you're mad, go to go to the bathroom, take three deep breaths, take a hit from your pen. I don't know, whatever you need. And then go <laughs> back and just be like, okay, I'm trying, I'm trying really hard to remember what it was like to be, seven or whatever yeah and the, the kid yeah, will the kid will respond i swear to god if you say that they will respond my my sister is talking about how she's trying to raise my nephew with a lot more opening of emotions than we were raised with i was yeah. the emotional child and oh. my, now my, yeah, me my, too. Friends, <laughs> my friends would say i'm dead inside but that's because everyone was like stop being so emotional whatever and so now she's really trying to like not pass that on and i love that i really feel you gosh i think i feel like you and my sister and i should all have a conversation about this because i i got so much guidance from my sister when it came to dealing with this kind of stuff um 
and just like how to deal with those disparate feelings. And I think the reason my parents are so in and hip with therapy now is largely because of Jen initiating that, you know, before I had the wherewithal to understand that it was needed because she's four years older than me. And so she's That's like awesome. my, yeah, wellness idol. What should we call this segment? Wellness corner, um, emotional talk, feelings. <laughs> <laughs> we'll workshop that. We, we'll call this our feelings corner. How about feelings workshop? Feelings workshop. Oh, that's good. Okay. It's our welcome. That And that's been feelings workshop <laughs> <laughs> where we work on our feelings <laughs> for an audience. <laughs> hey, what? You know, people listen. You're, you're, you're out there listening. DM me feelings workshop and you'll get a free gift. <laughs> if anybody does, I swear to God, it, even if it's my sister, DM me the words feelings workshop. And you will get a free gift and your address. Okay. So this is my other favorite scene because this sister is so good at being drunk when she's not really yes. drunk. And so basically what happened is um, her sister had her bachelorette party. The batch, And this is like, this wasn't how it was for me, but the bachelor and bachelorette party are on the same night. So they're both partying out in different places. I also didn't have any strippers or fight with Kyler, but if there were strippers, he wouldn't care. I'd be the one that was mad because I don't want strippers. And I don't, I don't want to see men stripping. To me, it feels like assault. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want it. So uh, anyway, that being said, this is she, Hallie gets home and sees her sister passed out in the doorway and mom's not home. And it's great. <laughs> this I is love just, this part. This is a great scene. Ashley. Ashley, that's her name. Are you okay? Hi, Hallie. Oh, God. I think I just dropped my keys. No. I think they're in the door. Come on. Ow. Oh! Hi. How is all oh, stop spinning? Stop spinning. Stop spinning. I'm not spinning. You gotta be help me. I love that part actually the snorting 
is amazing that you think I'm doing those? I'm not doing those. She kind of reminds me of the daughter from the show. Oh, shit. Is, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. She kind of reminds me of the daughter from Reba. Did you ever watch Reba? Mm-hmm. I love that show so much. Went for a Reba. That's a good one for a rewatch. Sorry, my microphone is on the frets. Actually, it's not the microphone, it's the cord. Anyway, um, I just love that scene. And here's something funny to point out. Hallie thinks it's hilarious and fun when she walks in on her best friend having sex with someone she's never met. But she's disgusted when her sister is being fun and like amorous and like, Ellie, I love you. Like, I'd have been thrilled if my sister came home drunk when I was a teenager. Oh, I'd, been, I'd have been like, oh my God. I wouldn't have tried to be drunk because I never drank back then, but I would have been like, oh my God, let's so fun. Let's have ice cream, you know? <laughs> On my bachelorette party, like, it was me <laughs> being ridiculous and my sister being like, come on. <laughs> but like in a nice way, she thought it was really funny. Oh, yeah. My sister did my bachelorette and it was just, us and my uh, like really like really really close friend Jackie and uh it was a blast we went to karaoke and then we had an Airbnb in the outer sunset in San Francisco and it was just like yeah it was so fun we just chilled and we watched uh, (laughs) we watched (laughs) the Lizzie McGuire movie I love that (laughs) (laughs) to make fun of it (laughs) okay so um yeah, so I don't think I wrote any notes about this. Uh, let's see. Drunk Ashley. Oh, okay. So basically after this, um, the next morning, Stuart comes in and he's like, oh, it looks like you had fun. <laughs> I held myself to two beers. <laughs> you know, and um, and she's like, oh, I went too far. But then Hallie, uh, you, helpful as always, is like, but she found this. And she holds up the male thong. And Stuart's like, we said no strippers. And Ashley's like, they surprised me. I had no idea. And he gets mad and they fight. And then they actually break. She calls off the wedding. Which like, actually fair enough on the strippers part. Like, I think both parties need to um, be in line. Yeah. Yes. With that. And the thing is, if you're, if you're at, if like, that's such a big deal to you that you'd break up over it. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're not. Compatible. I would would never break up with Kyler over a fight. Like, I just, I've never broken up with him, you know? No, Ryan went to see strippers because we were, well, we got married in Vegas. And so we had our bachelor and bachelorette parties the night before, which is an interesting um, choice to make. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) You're so tired the next day, I bet. Uh, But yeah, but I was like, I don't care. I I don't care either. Really? I'm like, if you watch porn, then watch porn. I don't know. As long as I'm not there. Well, unless that's like, you know, part of it. But I, sorry. But like, I. Yeah, personally, it doesn't bother me. But just yeah. that, just that there would be this something so small that's so fundamental. You know, mm-hmm. it just it just indicates lack of trust, right? And and yeah, different people have different boundaries. But like, you're not of course allowed to stomp all over their boundaries because your friends surprise you with a stripper, right? But also, you wouldn't, and then you shouldn't fire back at them like "fuck you." Now we're breaking up because she's the one right. that breaks up. Like that's yeah. not not cool. Um, so Macon returns all of a sudden he's at school and she he's like at, out of his car comes slutty mcslutterson I, I don't know her name the one that that was like i dropped my ear- damn earring and then scarlet Doe, that girl and then um she's like are you dating her hallie's like are you dating her and he's like no 
And he gives her the sign about like, oh, I didn't think it'd be better if your parents saw me. Thought it'd be better if I was gone. And then she's like, and you just stayed gone. You know He's what, like, though? I'm actually yeah. really impressed that they didn't like, did they call her a slut or anything? Any names like that? Uh, I think the one girl does. Yeah. Okay. I was like, because I feel she like. She calls her that... a skank. She calls her a skank. Oh, yeah. Okay. There it is. I was going to say in that era, it was just like whore, slut, skank, skank whatever. Yeah. She, she does call her a skank at one point. Um, yeah. So that's stupid and annoying as most things in this movie. <laughs> uh, and then Hallie has this moment with her grandma and they talk about the comet. I'm, I'm actually going to play it because I, in the book, the comet was really integral, integral. In, mm-hmm. e- integral i know the word i just hard to say it um oh should i play that okay how much time do you have <laughs> do you have 30 minutes sure. okay i'm I, i'm gonna play the scene where they're at their dad's so macon tries one more time actually also admirable that she keeps turning him down but yes. she then she gives in so macon keeps trying so i'm gonna play that real quick Oh, sorry. It's not seven for you. It's nine. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I keep on forgetting that we're two hours apart. It's doable. Two hours isn't too many. Here comes Macon. He's throwing rocks at the window again. Hallie's got a broken arm. She's just like, the fuck? Which is how I would feel. Yes. I've been trying to say I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry doesn't always cut it, Macon. God. I couldn't stay with you at the hospital. I know I should have. But think how much more freaked out your mom would have got if she'd have seen me. Bullshit. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow, thank you so much. So you were ditching me for my own benefit. Oh. Do you see what I mean? Benefit. Benefit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have problems. No, that, that that's not it. I I didn't ditch you. I Okay, I I freaked out. I'm not used to feeling this way about somebody. And I just I couldn't believe I almost lost you, too. Case and urge is rolling her eyes and flipping Here. off. <laughs> Come on, I'll help you eat it. And he brought her chocolates. Like, are you serious? I don't right want now? a fucking gas station box of chocolates. I can't see you anymore. Yes. Lost queen. Your mom will get over it. Not my mom. It's not my mom. It's me. Oh, bitch, get out the way. I actually really like her in this scene. Yeah, she does a great job there. (sighs) Then they go, okay, I I won't play it, but they go see the, well, actually, do you want to hear it? Because you wanted to know where dad was. They do have another dad scene. They go to dad's house, and then stepmother, (laughs) who's wearing a sunflower suit, is like, here's how to get a man. I'll play a little bit. Are going to want to look your best when you get back out there. She's literally wearing full sun. It looks like, darling, there is nothing wrong with canceling a wedding. 
No, it's indefinitely postponed. That's what we're supposed to say officially. My mom found out. Actually, I haven't really even made up my mind yet, so if everybody could just... Oh, honey. Give me a hug. No. <laughs> Sweetie, you never know what's gonna happen, okay? For a while there, I thought I'd never get married. Finally, I had to put my foot down, or my guy here would never have left it. Tone deaf, party of one. Okay, so she's Whoa, like, I must have totally missed that the first time that I really? watched it. It's like, <laughs> oh, if you would have never had, left for your dad to leave your mom, and now I have my dream life. <sighs> and then the phone rings, and they find out that the grandma has fallen, so they have to fly to meet their mom out there. I can't remember where it is. So they go, and Hallie and her grandmother have a conversation about like their bond and her their comet. And I am gonna play that. Because that was what my drink was based on. <laughs> she doesn't even think that my own memories belong to me. Darling, she's your mother. Now, tell me about this fella of yours. Who told you about that? <sighs> Grandma. It's really over. First loves are never really over. Nobody's perfect, sweetheart. But that doesn't mean it wasn't worth your while. <sighs> oh boy, do I have the munchies! <laughs> Okay, I thought they talked about the comet, but apparently not. But uh, I liked the munchies line. <laughs> I think that you're just uh, thinking about the book again. Yeah, in the book they talk about the comet. <sighs> Whatever, Hallie's comet. Okay. Um, so then they're at the airport arriving home. And I actually really like this scene. Your microphone sounds a little weird. Oh, no. Uh, it, when you were over there, it sounded better. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> right when I burp. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so there's this really cute scene uh, in the airport. Stuart's there, and he re-proposes, and he's Sounds like... Sounds weird again. Oh, god damn it. Okay, hold on. Is that any better? <laughs> no, don't be sorry. It's my fault. Any better? No, it just sounds like it's, like, really close to the microphone or something. Like, it's really, like, like kind of muffled. Is it still muffled? No, maybe I was too close. <laughs> maybe I don't know, but you I were at the been. same exact place. Yeah, it's weird. No, it, this microphone is tricky, and you, you have to. The sound has to be going in a certain direction. So thank you for telling okay. me. Okay. Yeah. Is this okay? Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you. I probably Stay moved right slow. there. Stay right <laughs> there. <laughs> anyway, no sting half so like... No. <laughs> no, it went out again. <laughs> it's fine. No, sorry. What? You're good now. <sighs> okay. All right. So there's a scene at the airport. We good? No? It's, it's like on and off. It's really weird. Just a sec. I'm going to pause the recording. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure you didn't sound Hey, okay, I need to know. I need to know.
So we have the scene where Stuart um, and Ashley reconcile because he shows up at the airport while they were arriving home after seeing Grandma, and he re-proposes. And it's sweet. It's cute. You know, it's kind of, I mean, we knew it was going to happen, but. Um, I'm sorry, I flip-flopped things. The scene with Macon getting out of the car with the slutty girl is after that. And then Macon's like, why would you talk to me? Um, and she's like, you don't get it, do you? So then they have the rehearsal dinner. And it's nice, you know, you can see that... Um, what's the name? Stuart is, like, respecting and understanding Ashley's needs and her family... And meanwhile, Macon, meanwhile, Macon is desperate to get back with Hallie and Elizabeth. Scarlet is just like unhappy. She's like, I'm 17 and pregnant. That's just not how it should be. Um, I look like a, I forgot what she says, but I'm going to play it. And also we get to hear um, Bad World by Cat Stevens. Or not Mad World. Um, I can't remember the name of the song. What is it called? Whatever. I can't think of it. <laughs> you need to head out! Okay. You look beautiful. You look beautiful. Do you have too old to wear pink? I look like a giant helium blue. Come on, we have to go. I'm gonna walk over. I'll meet you there. Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. Wild world, not mad world. So there's a lot of exposition via uh, visuals here. So first of all, uh, Wild World, not Mad World. Secondly, uh, Scarlett's walking over. She's in a mood, and Macon is driving to the wedding because he he's got to get Hallie. Very sixteen candles. The only thing Casey can see are the lyrics, and she's like, Ew, what? <laughs> Looking like a child? Questionable. I, I don't think this song is about romance. I think it's about allowing someone to go off on their own. I hope.
Warsher the second. If any among you know any reason why this I'm gonna edit this. I'm just skipping forward. This couple may not lawfully be married. Declare it now or forever hold your peace. For richer or in health, forsaking all others as long as you both shall live? I do. The rings? Dear friends, let us ask God to bless these rings as a symbol of their love. So Mandy Moore notices Megan at the door, and I just have to say, did you notice they have the same hairstyle and cut? I, <laughs> yes. That was my thought through this entire movie. <gasps> they have the same hair! <laughs> I think she it's kind of cute. <laughs> it is, it's fine. I mean, Kyler and I, like, Honestly, a lot of the feedback we got when we first started dating was that we kind of looked alike. Like, we have similar... One person said, you have similar mouth shapes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know what that... Okay, like, we both smile. I... Alright, whatever. We, like, have a lot of teeth when we smile. I don't know. Anyway, um... And I, my ex, my abusive ex, asshole, said, it's kind of weird. You look like you could be brother and sister. So he can go fuck himself. Yeah, right? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so she's looking at him like, ooh, you're here for me, but like, little does she know, Scarlet's in wipes. Um, and so... Scarlet's having the baby. Okay, here's the thing though. If it's this Macon, this version of Macon that cares so much about her friend that he would come to the wedding and get her, that he listened to what she said and took it into consideration, that he didn't just go fuck a bunch of girls, maybe the Macon in this movie is just a better Macon. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They made it they made him redeeming. Like he saved Scarlet. He literally rescued Scarlet from having a baby on the sidewalk. And that's how her faith is restored. So it's still a bad movie, but... He also missed when he broke into her dad's ra a radio station <gasps> studio. Oh my god, thank you. And uh, it was like shouting at her of the radio, which I thought was yeah. real okay. weird. It's really weird. It didn't happen in the book, did it? No. Okay. Because so he, he wasn't, he wasn't um, a radio a DJ. guy in the... Yeah. Yeah, he he would never have made it. He would never have made a radio gay. He would never have made it past any of the doors. But here's that clip. Fire. And Martin coming to you today. Sorry, I'm gonna edit this. I'm just lazy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and we're back with the big dog of soft rock. WDYG ninety four FM. We dig the dog. Soft rock? Really? And this is Daddy Dog himself, Len Martin, coming Daddy to dog. you today on a very special day. Because one of Oh, he brings back the daddy of it all. Ew. My very Pretty own gross. puppies, the eldest Ashley is Puppies! <laughs> Any words of wisdom coming from you, my very own newlywed? Uh-huh. Waterproof mascara. Baby, I'm gonna have to borrow yours because daddy here is gonna be weeping like a baby. Alright, well let's kick off this power hour of love. How are you? How are you? 
you out, Gertie? My Harry? I don't know how to get you to listen, oh, but maybe. Then gotta collect them Just hear me out. There's a violent man that we've never seen before. Let him talk. <laughs> no one would let him talk. We don't know that but he doesn't have just, a gun. She's just so romantic now that she's. But she know. doesn't. She doesn't know who he is. She's never seen him. You know yeah. what I mean? So stupid. Ridiculous. But I guess I mean he's he's bullheaded and stupid. But like. You're kind of allowed to do that when you're 17. I like how he goes, my Hallie? Like, you don't even know who your daughter yeah. is dating. <laughs> how many people shit. do you know that are named Hallie also? <laughs> All right, here we go. Besides your daughter and your ex-mother-in-law. Um, I suck with words. But sometimes words aren't the thing. Um, Love isn't about words. It's about what you do. And disagree. What I did... Running away was stupid. We both know love's a big, scary, evil concept. But you know, if you feel we both understand love completely, so let's talk about it. It's gonna follow you around like a hungry dog, no matter how far you run. Wait, I didn't mean to say love's a dog. I just mean I'm not going anywhere. I love you, Allie. If love beats us up, let's just beat it up right back. I mean, we can do this, Hallie. You know? <laughs> ready so to bad. Jump, and I'll be right here to catch you. I hate this so much. I How many it. cliches can you fit? <laughs> I, I know. That's like what I was talking the inverse of what I was talking about with like the whole being dumped thing. I'm like, how cliche can this be? Like, it's not you, it's me. I and we want different things. Uh, out, we're still friends. <laughs> They don't mean more to me than you. No, there's no one else. Yeah. <laughs> what abs? Anyway, yeah, it's kind of it's painful to watch and it's stupid. Um, he sucks. He sucks. All this, it all sucks. So whatever. Char Scarlet has her baby. Um, he they drive her. I'm just gonna play this last scene and we'll and then we can just talk shit and be done. <laughs> assume that daddy would like to be in the delivery room. Uh, Why do they keep saying daddy? About everybody. There it's more applicable, but yes. <laughs> but don't say daddy. Yeah. Dad, dad, I'm assuming the dad, the father. Daddy. Ugh. It's just too many connotations. Me, no, 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 I, I mean. Baby! Reconcile, it's annoying and stupid, but you have to deal with it. <laughs> it's a how to deal. She's so pretty. Not you, per se. I hate the way that your hair falls in your face. voice gets really low when you're serious. And I hate the way that you bite your bottom lip when you're nervous. And the way your eye moves. Like that? I hate that. So that's it. 
just hate the way I walk and talk and look. No. That Jedi mind trick thing? I hate that. Don't give up on me. I'm not. But you are gonna regret ever having messed up. Because I'm gonna make you pay for a long time. But first... You are going to take three steps towards me. And you're going to wrap your arms around my waist. And on the count of three, two... When you don't have much to say That's when I love you I love you Just that way And when you can't quite match your clothes Or when you laugh at your own jokes That's when I love you I love you More than you know <laughs> Alright guys, I can't watch that the look at it, you're just like, ew. We finished it. We literally, I didn't know we were going to be able to do it. And now I never want to think about this movie ever again. You know what is weird is my reaction is different. I like, I'm like, I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I don't know if I will, but you know, I, there's something, something about it. We'll say related so much to it when I was younger, but it just like has so many cliches that it's like boring yeah it's super generic it's like um you know like freshman year they made us like reenact romeo and juliet in like our own lens or whatever it's like mm -hmm. that it's like we yeah. already know what's gonna happen it's amateur acting and the music's gonna suck yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but it's okay because we had fun and we did have fun we were very attached to this movie when we were younger and it's meaningful to us more the books um i don't know should we should we announce our plan i guess there's sure. no reason not to yeah. so ladies and gents if, if you're still listening we are actually going to start a new podcast and we're really really excited about it and it will be something that's family friendly meaning we won't curse um you know there won't be inappropriate content but it'll still be real and fun um it's gonna be called casey go ahead uh to all the ya we've loved before yes because young adult is close to my heart i work with kids i am still obsessed with all the sarah Dessen books books are what got me through a lot and casey is much the same and casey actually creates books for kids and uh, for young adults and it's really awesome and my cousin uh, my cousin's daughter, actually, I sent her Casey's book and she loves it. And without knowing that Casey was going to be part of the project, this new podcast, I asked my cousin, the 13 year old, and I said, what books do you like the most or what should we cover? And again, she didn't know I was doing this with anyone else, but she put Casey's book, Middle of Nowhere, um, as like number three and was like, this is so good. And it's, it's more mature, which she loves because she's mature, you know, it's not too mature but you know so that made casey's day and then i told lexi my cousin and i made lexi's day so we're all stoked so we are really really excited to do uh, it's gonna be like a a, a family podcast that's the, the i guess the genre but it's gonna be 
reachable. It, it'll be it'll reach all ages because we've all been yeah. young. So we're gonna talk we're, about books, teen movies, all that stuff. All the feels, all the old feels, and the new feels because we definitely want to cover what was important to us when we were young, and what we want to pass down. But also, what's happening now? Like, there's so much good stuff going on in young adult right now, which is exciting. Yes, I'm so excited. We're paying way more attention to that age group um, in terms of media and art. And that's awesome. So we're so excited to start the podcast. Uh, it's not up yet, obviously. Um, but if you're excited and you want to have something to look forward to, the first thing we're going to cover is Princess Diaries, the movie. Um, but One I'm of my thinking, favorites. Me too. But I'm thinking we should what, read the book too. What do you think? Should we do book and movie? I could definitely do that. I'm yeah. trying it's, to it's read a- 52 books this year. So. Oh. I've already Great. read one. <laughs> nice work. Okay. Princess Diaries shouldn't be too long. Damn, <laughs> um, yeah, I wish I still have my old copy, but uh, I'll find it on Kindle. Um, that'll be a hoot. Or Audible, maybe. Um, and the other, uh, was it two days ago? Uh, three days ago, right before New Year's Eve. So Princess Diaries is filmed in San Francisco, where I don't live in San Francisco, but I'm like 15 miles north. And Tyler and I went into the city for... New Year's Eve Eve, and we were on um, one of the streets that's famously like extremely steep, you know, like it's just like it goes straight uphill. And that's a big thing in Princess Diaries. She's trying to drive this like vintage car stick shift up a hill. I I couldn't, I don't even like driving my car up those hills, but I sent Casey some videos. So I was like, hey, Princess Diaries, let's cover it. That's what made me think of it. So. Oh, okay. Speaking of movies and books that I loved. Oh, and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. We got to do that too. Were you a fan? I only read oh. the first one and saw the first movie. I have a, I actually have a question for you. Did you have you read Megan McCaffrey's books? The, sloppy are those first. The sloppy first. I have. Yes. Yes, yes I love those, them. I those were my bible in high school. I swear to God. I actually didn't read those until my twenties. They're still good. But I love them, yes. Okay, now this gives me an excuse to buy all of them again. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where they went. Oh my god, I would love to cover that because that's so applicable and smart. It's kind of... The first book is a little similar to someone like you, just in the sense that her best friend moves away. She's not pregnant, but she moves away, so she's less accessible. And she finds this like quirky, offbeat love interest that isn't necessarily very straightforward. Marcus Flutie. Oh. Yeah, Marcus is way better than Macon. He's, just that's that the way. kind of bad boy... Because he's not a bad boy. He's just he's, a he's sweet. he's he's just a uh, uh, remember when he writes all those journals. Oh God. Okay, <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> There's just so much content that's so great, and we're I'm so excited. And we're gonna make it so that it's appropriate, so it'll still be great content, but everyone can enjoy. And I don't think there's enough podcast content out there for teens and tweens, and. Try, and I work with that age group, and I know they're into it. And they can also come on now if it's safe. So get ready for that and um, whatever else is to come. Oh, and we also have Matilda's podcast coming soon. Um, Manic Pixie Dream They Them, <laughs> which we're very excited for. So uh, I think that's it. Casey, did you have any any thoughts or notes or anything? I don't think so. I think that we've... Uh... Spend a lot of time discussing this movie that we dislike. Uh, yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> I think we're done. But you know what I think is going to come up a lot. We're going to end up talking about this movie like the rest of our lives. To we're going to be like, it, like <laughs> to the better movies that we watch. Exactly. It'll be like, how to deal is a one, um, and a good movie is a five. What do you rate this? 
Clueless is five. Clueless is five. How to do all is one. How do you rate this movie? Yeah, I love that. Actually, we should do that. We should do that for like nostalgic movies or whatever. We should have a rating system. That would be fun. Yes. Uh, I would give How to Deal a 0.5 out of 5. It's really bad. It I only gets... A, a 1. The only, only reason it gets the grandma. <laughs> exactly. It's only the grandma and the drunk sister. That's it. I'm only here yes. for that. And There's the some... nostalgia. Yeah, well, yeah. But, like, as a straight-up movie, it's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, did you watch Center Stage? Yeah, I... I loved Center Stage. Thank God, because I'm obsessed with that movie. That's a good movie. We should cover that, too. We're going to be all over the place. Um, so if you have suggestions, ideas, or if you even want to be on the show, it's so easy to get in contact with us. Go to our Facebook page, um, which for this uh, podcast, which is Coast to Coast Cocktails. And then you can also join our group, which is And What Did We Learn Studios Presents. You'll find that on the Coast to Coast Cocktails page. Costs you nothing get access to all our posts you'll know what we're up to new projects and merch and giveaways because we're going to be doing more giveaways we've, we've been giving away really cute merch you guys it's really cute uh and speaking for and what we learn i'm going to have an episode on there soon and it's going to be about sex in the city and the reboot and everything that's going on so uh look forward to that and casey and i are planning to have our new podcast out within maybe a month or so so Stay tuned for that. And please let us know if there's something that you want us to talk about that we haven't mentioned. We are always open to that. Okay. All right. Oh, smile. Goodbye.
you 